One of my absolute favorite movies growing up was the movie Clueless. Now, looking back, I realize how ridiculous of a movie it is, but man, I love that movie. Please tell me I am not the only one. It is what began my love affair for Jeep Wranglers, and I longed for Cher Horowitz's infamous closet with the computerized system that dressed her every day. Please tell me I'm not the only one. Well, my guest today was not in the movie Clueless, nor does she drive a Jeep Wrangler, at least I don't think. But she did create an app called Cladwell that is basically the 2020 version of Cher's closet dressing system. But it's really so much more than that, and you will see why. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of Still Being Molly, and this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, a CEO, nonprofit director, community leader, or just an incredible person who's trying to make a positive impact, not only with their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact wherever you are. My guest this week is Erin Flynn, the CEO of Cladwell, a personal styling app that transforms your closet into one where you love and wear everything you own and makes getting dressed easy every morning with daily outfit recommendations. Cladwell has actually been featured on Good Morning America and even did a partnership with Marie Kondo. Now, this is not Erin's first startup, and she is basically a self-proclaimed reluctant entrepreneur, and she has so many startup stories to tell. Now, if you have followed me for any amount of time, then you know that I love the Cladwell app. We talk a lot about my love for this app uh, during this conversation, but I am a Cladwell user. I've used it for quite a few years, and so I was really excited to have Aaron on the show, and I know you will love this conversation. So without further ado, on to my chat with Aaron. Hey, Aaron, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I am a massive fan of Cladwell. Um, So to have you on the show is really very exciting for me because I have been using Cladwell since you guys started, like from the beginning. So I like to call myself like an original Cladwell fan. Um, But I mean, I I literally remember when the app launched and all of the changes that have happened since then and how like how much it's evolved over the years. And I'm still committed to this day. I mean, I talk about it all the time and tell people about it all the time. (laughs) My community knows how much I love it. And so um, I'm just really excited to hear a little bit more of the backstory and how you got started with it and all of that. Um, So but again, I just want to reiterate, like, thank you for being here. Thank you so, so much. And I like I love, you know, meeting, I call them Cladwell people in the wild. And so, and especially people who have been with us from the beginning, who have seen like the ups and downs and just like been with us and trying to pursue this mission is I'm, I'm just like, again, so excited to talk to you. Yes. Yes. Okay. So before we get into all of that, we need to get to know you, Erin. Um, so <laughs> let's have you give us the Erin 101 Tell us who you are, how you got started, and how you got to where you are today. Oh, man. I feel like that's a very loaded question. (laughs) Um, So I would do my best to answer. Yeah. So 
I grew up in Indiana and pretty much like any good Hoosier would do, um, I got a full ride basketball scholarship to go play Division II basketball in Memphis, Tennessee. So I went down, um, played for all four years. And then after graduating, got married. I think we did like all the five most stressful things you can possibly do in one month. Like we got married, we moved to like five states away and my husband started a new job, also got a dog. Um, but when we went out there, we moved out to the North, Northeast Pennsylvania and I didn't really know anyone. And this was 2009. So not only were people not hiring inexperienced marketers, they were literally at this time, like the economy was tanking and they were cutting marketing departments altogether. So after about three months of taking like no paid internships and also just pretty much being in a deep depression, um, I was like, if I'm ever going to get a job, I'm just going to have to do it myself. And so that's pretty much what I did. I started a fashion blog. Um, and again, this was kind of the beginning of influencer marketing and kind of grew it into my own small business. I attended multiple seasons of Fashion Week, worked with a bunch of different brands. And it was during this time that I noticed that, you know, brands didn't really know how to talk to bloggers at that time. Um, yet they wanted to work with them. And there was kind of this miscommunication happening. So we had the idea for our first startup company um, called Canopy. And so I ended up kind of shutting down my blog more or less and turning it into an influencer network. And so that was kind of the first introduction into the startup life. Um, we had no idea what we were doing and um, basically went through an accelerator raised the money from VCs, and then did that for about three years. And ultimately, we ended up shutting down because it was really hard to kind of get people to understand this new market of influencer marketing. And that was probably 2011 or so. Um, so after that, we ended up moving back to the Midwest. So we moved back to Cincinnati, Ohio. And um, I ended up going to work at EW Scripts, which owns, I think it's like over 35 television stations across the country, like a lot of news networks. They used to own HGTV and kind of worked on an entrepreneur role there. So um, got to learn the ins and outs of how do you start something within a company. And about two years into that, I started to like feel the pressure of like, oh, maybe I should get back into the startup scene. And needless to say, like at this time, before I went and worked at Scripps, like it had gotten really bad. Like we had thrown all our money into Canopy. We shut it down. We had to move back in with my parents. So this was not like a glorious ride. Um, so when I had the itch to like get back in the startup community, I was feeling a lot of angst about it. And I ended up meeting with uh, the founder at that time, which it was an entirely different product, same name, but um, more for men. And just really wanted to kind of take the market to women. And so that was kind of how... I came on board at Cladwell and it has since evolved, but I will stop talking now because I feel like that was a launch spiel. No, no, that was great. I mean, and I honestly, I didn't know all that kind of history with Canopy and all of that. And yeah, I mean, I've been blogging since 2007. And so you're right, like those years kind of in 09, 2010, 2011, I mean, people didn't know what influencer marketing was. No. Like it wasn't a term that people were connected to in any way, shape or form. Not um, at all. Like we would go into these meetings and be like, 
the future is people are going to take recommendations from other people who they, you know, follow and are inspired by. And they would just look at us with blank stares like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and now it's so funny to say because it's just is, you know, it's second nature today. Like, yeah. of course, you're following people on Instagram and if they rec- recommend something and you like it. You know, you you may get it. And so it's just like a natural thing today. But then it was it was not. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So you got connected. So you've kind of been in this startup life and you got connected with Cladwell. So I actually that I will say, like, I've been on board with Cladwell from what I thought was the very beginning. But I guess there was a piece (laughs) before that with men. So I did not know that piece. Um, So what was it when it first got created? Yeah, so when Cloudwell first started, it, it was back in 2013, and it was started by three guys, and they basically were trying to solve their problem, um, which was they wanted a personal shopping tool, like something to help them figure out what to buy next. Um, and so that's when it originally started. Um, but I came on in 2015, and at that point, we had completely, we were um, literally changed products, and we were talking about basically expanding the market to women because we would get all these women that would email us and say like, I need help with my closet. (laughs) And um, we had gotten really into this idea of a capsule wardrobe, which is all around loving and wearing every single item in your closet. And so when we started like, you know, getting deep into like, what is a capsule wardrobe? How does this help? That's kind of where my, my personal experience came to light because I would wake up every morning, I would go to my closet and say the same thing, which is I have too many clothes and nothing to wear, which was ridiculous because I had 450 items in my closet. And so this idea of like, how in the world could this be? Um, And not even understanding how I got there and also not understanding that not being satisfied with my closet kept me on this perpetual cycle of continually shopping, um, which actually only made the problem worse. And so we really wanted to focus on like, what if we approach personal styling using the capsule wardrobe approach? Like, could this help people? And then we end up, we, the app is actually only two and a half years old. So um, we just launched the app two and a half years ago and have been trying to do that ever since. Yeah, I was just, I was totally curious. So I went to my archives. So my first blog post about the Outfits app, which is really funny because this episode that we are doing airs March 11th, 2020. And the first time I blogged about Cladwell was in March of 2017. So like three years ago. At the beginning. Yeah, it was like right at the beginning. And it's so funny because when people ask me like, okay, what is like, and for those that are listening and you're like, okay, you guys have been talking about Cladwell. What is it? The best way I describe it and like how I got to treat it is like, if you ever watched the movie Clueless in the 90s and you were like, I want the closet thing that Cher Horowitz has to pick out her outfit for the day. That's what it is, guys. Like, that's in app form. It's the clueless outfit closet, like, or closet outfit thing. In real life. Yes. 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 (laughs) I mean, it really is. Like, I say um, it's a personal styling app that, you know, transforms your closet into one you love. And with that, 
we make getting dressed easy with every morning with daily outfit recommendations using the clothes in your closet, which was, that's what was so great about the Clueless app is like, she went and looked at her closet and then she went to her computer and like it, you know, do, 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 like it did all the magic and then um, spit out outfits. And that's literally what it does. And it's a big game changer because you can, not only are we, yes, helping you get dressed every morning, but it's this idea that when you log what you wear, you can track and see what pieces of your closet you actually are wearing and what you don't. And most people, this is like, this is the big epiphany moment, which is most people only wear 20% of their closet mm-hmm. and yet they're holding on to 80% of this clutter. And it's really hard then when you uh, go into a store or get an email that says there's a 30% off sale to resist that without knowing what you really love and wear. Yeah. And so we kind of help you kind of transform your closet over, you know, 30, 60, 90 days just through, you know, getting dressed every morning. Yeah. I mean, I completely would echo all of those sentiments. Um, and I, for me, like now having like having used the app daily for three years and, you know, and along the way, you guys did some really awesome updates where you could like add custom items to the closet, which was game changing. Um, yeah. So if you know, because obviously when people say like, well, how does it work? And you say, OK, like you go into your there's a little feature in it where there's a closet and you can add different items. And so there's already items that are like loaded into the system and everything has different tags. But say you own like a really unique shirt that there's nothing in the closet app part of the app that looks like it you can then take a picture of the item or like what I'll try to do is find almost like the product image from the website and then upload that and you can then add different descriptive tags but what I've found over the past three years is that it really has helped me to hone my personal style and I shop smarter and now, like, I will look at my closet and say, oh, you know what? Like, I don't own a plain black skirt, which could go with, you know, so many things in my closet. Or, like, I don't have, you know, a nice black blazer that would, you know, elevate this particular outfit for, like, a more professional business setting or something like that. Like, it just, it really gives you more, like, smarter suggestions. But the other thing, too, is it's helped me to actually wear what's in my closet because it'll give you like the little like what I call the red dot of death (laughs) like you see like a little there's like a little notification by a particular item in your closet that's like you haven't worn me in six months (laughs) or whatever and it so you know in that respect like it's helped me to be like okay well if I haven't worn this item in six months why haven't I worn it can I wear it today? And if I can't wear it today, why? Like, why am I not wearing this item if it's in my closet? Like, is it just a seasonal issue? Or is it that just it doesn't like I don't like the item or whatever? Yeah. So it's just it's really helped me hone in on my personal style. And obviously, like my listeners and, and people that read my blog and follow me know, like, I'm a huge advocate for ethical fashion. And so for anybody that is, you know, interested in a capsule wardrobe or interested in really just being smarter with how they invest in pieces like this app is just it's the perfect thing to kind of integrate into into your kind of like your lifestyle because then it just really helps you to again just be smarter with with how you're making purchases and all those kinds of things I love this so much it's like your living breathing testimonial (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome sorry obviously I love it so (laughs) 
because it's like, um, yeah, I would say for the person who is scared by the concept of like less but better, it's just like not quite there yet or even decluttering because I was totally there. I mean, I had 450 items. So I hear you and I get it. Um, I would say the app is great because you can, first of all, you don't have to add in all your items. I would say add in your you know favorite 20 items, like start there. And adding, like you said, is really simple. We have a database of 17,000 items. So, you know, we likely have, I would say, 75 to 80% of your closet without having to add a single photo. But you can. It, you can always take a screenshot of the product or take a photo of, you know, your item hanging in your closet and put it in the app. So that and then also like what you're saying is it's just, yes, it helps you figure out what to wear every morning just as, you know, playing this personal styling is. But what it truly does is make you mindful and kind of thoughtful for what is it that I truly love? Like, what is my style? And have, you know, most of the time we go through, especially as women, we go through all these different transitions in our lives, like, you know, becoming a mother or going to work or, you know, graduating college or whatever it may be. And oftentimes we forget to ask ourselves, like, who is it that I, I want to be? <laughs> what do I want to portray? What do mm-hmm. I like? Do I like stripes? Do I like polka dots? Like, do I don't like any patterns? So these are all things that if you if you know what you like and you know who you are, you can make so many better decisions. And that's mm-hmm. where I really believe the closet is really representative of your head. <laughs> so if you have a messy yeah. closet, you may have a messy head. And from there, you can really transform kind of the rest of your life. And that's truly what happened to me. It sounds cheesy, but it is the truth. (laughs) No, I will absolutely agree with you a thousand percent. And I think I've shared this a little bit here on the podcast over the last couple of years. But, you know, just to we're gonna get real deep here for a second. (laughs) Um, So about two years ago, my husband and I, we lost a pregnancy in the second trimester. And then we had another second trimester pregnancy loss, like so back to back within five months. And one of I mean, I I kid you not, like one of my very like therapeutic practices was purging, just getting rid of things and just like not Marie Kondoing, but um, although you guys have collaborated with Marie Kondo. (laughs) um, (laughs) Plug. Um, But really, I mean, I just I think getting into a mindset where I no longer held on to things because I felt like I needed to. And it was really healing for me in a lot of ways. And so and I used the app like to help me kind of figure out, okay, like I'm not wearing this particular thing or and I mean, and just to be also totally honest, like my body changed so much after you know, a total of five pregnancies, two successful ones, but like I mean, my body's yeah. just different now. And so there's a lot of things that were in my closet where like they weren't going to fit again. Like it's just yeah. like it's just yeah. a reality. Like it was not going to fit again. It's not going to happen. And it was just making me sad. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just no. I mean, I feel like that's super touching that you're sharing that. I, I do. I feel like there's so much we're holding on to without being really conscious as to why. And I think the moment that you start kind of releasing that and like letting go of the clutter and it's kind of, again, it just, it goes back to the more you know about who you are and if everything that you own and have, including the items in your closet, are things that you are actually using and love, it changes how you go on from there. So that's where I always say like, if you walk into your closet in the morning 
And as I hope we're all getting dressed in the morning, at least <laughs> yeah. on some level. This would um, be another you, conversation for another day. Exactly. You are faced with these items. And if 80% of them you don't actually like, that kind of affects your mentality. I think it's a journey. It's actually, I mean, yes, we're talking about personal styling and clothing, but like it bleeds into other parts of your life and it, it really is transformational. I truly believe that. Absolutely. I had um, my dear friend Essence on the show last summer, and she is actually a professional organizer and she specializes in closets. And, you know, about a year and a half ago, maybe even almost two years ago at this point, I hired her to come in. So like I'd done a big clean out of my closet um, using the app to just figure (laughs) out what I wasn't wearing. And then I hired her to come in and organize my closet. And it was, I cried when she was done. (laughs) And we talked about um, how a lot of the clients that she works with, like she realizes how so much of our, like as women, like men will never relate to this part, but for women especially, there's a lot of like emotional baggage that can sometimes be quite literally being held onto in our closets. And she talked about how like she was helping this one woman to clean out her closet and she like had experienced a death in the family. And like there was a dress hanging in the, in her closet that was like, reminded her of the the passing of this loved one and you know and then like she had another client who had lost a ton of weight but like still she was like still hanging on to all the clothes that were too big for her and it was she realized it was like the fear of what if she gains the weight back yeah and and so she just talked about how like there's this huge psychological aspect to yeah. our closets and all of that and it, it got really deep and we were just at the end of the conversation I remember after we even stopped recording we were like man that went to a place like I didn't even <laughs> know it could but it yeah. really you know so much of our our self-worth and all that kind of stuff is just in our physical appearance and what we put on and 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 how we represent ourselves in that way yeah and I think like Again, it goes with, I mean, there's a lot of different aspects of it, but one of the aspects is that we are also constantly kind of bombarded with this message of buying more and, uh, you know, fashion has gotten, and as I'm sure you've talked about in the past with ethical clothing, and it's, we've gotten to the point where we are shopping way too fast. And that pressure of constantly buying more and more is not good. Like it actually, it's making the problem worse. And so you have these overstuffed closets that again, we're only wearing 20% of. And then the only way you kind of get in this again, cycle where you think like, well, the only way to like my closet is to declare closet bankruptcy and start over, which normally, you know, costs a lot of money (laughs) or um, to just continue to buy more pieces thinking like, oh, I'm going to like those better than what I have. And what that does, it just like keeps you in that constant, constant cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like we've been trained to think that we just need more new things and that we what we have isn't enough and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah, and it is crazy because like um, so I've been doing a bunch of kind of research and and trying to just get more, uh, I would say, like more stats on like, what is the really, really here? When did all this start? And I've learned recently that it's really only started in the or, I mean, this has been going, yes, over the last hundred years, uh, you know, marketing's picked up and so forth. But really, the big change started in the 1980s, which, again, for our generation, it's all we've known. 
And that's kind of the mind-boggling part to me is like in the 1980s or before, right before the 1980s, we only bought 12 items, 12 new items per year on average as Americans. And today we buy on average 68 items per year. And that's just wow. been, you know, the last 30, yeah, 30 or so years. Um, but but that's like my lifetime. <laughs> so for me, this is like, yeah. oh, I just thought this is how it was. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. This was actually like the way traditional retail has transformed has made these changes. Hey, I am taking a quick break from my chat with Erin to share with you the brand new spring summer 2020 collection from Seiko Designs. The Hopefully Yours collection has everything from beautiful handcrafted legacy leather goods to handwoven and block printed textiles. And each piece in this collection is truly something to be treasured and celebrated, just like you. We promise that these pieces are going to become treasured items in your collection, telling not just a story of your personal style, but of hope, resilience, and belief. I wanted to share with you a couple of my favorite pieces from the collection, and they are actually the two new beautiful chiffon skirts. Now, I didn't think I was a skirt lover, but let me tell you how much I adore these skirts. The skirt in the brushed rainbow pattern is this beautiful striped rainbow print that is absolutely stunning, and every single time I wear it, people ask me about this skirt. And then I also have for my animal print lovers, the chiffon skirt in the Leo print, which is absolutely gorgeous. You can dress these skirts up. You can wear them with heels for like a nice date night, or you could even just throw on a t-shirt and a denim jacket and a pair of sneakers, and you have a really cute, stylish, casual look. But again, everything is fair trade, ethically made, and so not only what you are wearing is gorgeous, but it is also changing lives. So to shop this incredible collection, go to SeikoDesigns.com slash Molly Stillman. That's S-S-E-K-O designs.com forward slash Molly Stillman. Now back to my chat with Aaron. I love the way that you've, you know, into the app, you've integrated, obviously, the encouragement to shop your own closet. <laughs> and like, I love, I mean, obviously the daily outfit suggestions and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes like it'll generate an outfit that I'm like, huh, I never would have thought to like put those pieces together. And then I try it on and I end up loving it. But then you also have built into it, you have different suggestions of like, okay, well, if you bought, you know, a denim jacket, or something like that, if that's missing in your closet, you would have, you know, a thousand more outfits to wear. Um, And so it just gives you those suggestions of like, you don't need to buy 20 more things to have all these different things. Like you can invest in one or two new pieces that you can mix and match with what's currently in your closet. And it feels like an entirely brand new wardrobe. Yeah, it's really great because with the daily outfit recommendations, kind of how I use the app myself is, a lot of people do. They just like take the suggestions. Other people like myself, I will get inspired by like three of the items, but then I'll like want to switch out my shoes or, you know, do something like that. Um, so I'll edit the item and then log it. Um, but when it comes to shopping, it's like when you start again, tracking and seeing what you really love to wear, there's very much an aesthetic there that is true to yourself. And from there you can kind of see, okay, well out of the categories that I have, like my tops and um, jeans and 
shoes and so forth. Like, what am I missing? And that's the great part is you can kind of add that into your shopping list. So it's like, oh, if I'm missing, I think I'm missing a blazer. I think I'm missing a jean jacket. You can add that in and then you can see all your possible outfits that you could you could get if you bought that item. So it's almost like shopping before shopping. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's great because then you're more intentional. That way, when you go to the store, um, again, it's not not saying that you're never going to shop. It's just that when you do, you actually understand why. Yeah. Uh, and so it's making that uh, mental mental shift. Yeah, absolutely. Another one of my favorite features of it is the ability to create different capsules. And I actually love to use this feature when I am traveling. And it has helped me in the last couple of years. I almost never, unless I absolutely have to, I almost never check a bag anymore when I travel because now I can create like a travel capsule for wherever I'm going. I can put the out, you know, and I can see the different outfits that I can make out of, you know, I only have to pack like five to seven items and I have 14 days worth of outfits, but I can see it all visually there. Like I'm a very visual person. And so (laughs) that's one of my favorite features that I think doesn't get talked about enough because it is game changing. I know. I keep thinking, I'm like, I need to partner with uh, like a cruise line or yes. an airplane or something. Yes. American Airlines, if you're out there, call me. Um, but yeah, it's something that I feel like it's kind of one of those power user features that <laughs> they they get it. They're like, yeah, of course I would create a capsule when I travel. And it is. It, it's so great because now and we, we are constantly, my parents live about an hour and a half from um, where I do. And we're constantly going up there, you know, having a little kid, like taking him to go see them. And I always like just throw whatever items I'm taking into the app. And I know what I'm going to wear for the yep. you know, four or five days that I'm there. It is. It's a really great feature. And also because the weather follows you, um, like from your phone, if you're going to Florida, then it's going to recommend, you know, warmer outfits based off your weather there versus if you're, you know, in Ohio and it's freezing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's so cool to hear that uh, you use it. Yes. I mean, seriously, it is. It's so helpful. And I also have done a couple of they call it like the seven by seven or 10 by 10 challenges. And for those that are like, what is that? Um, Basically what it is, is you pick either seven items that you wear seven different ways for seven days, or you can do the same thing like with 10 items. So 10 items, 10 different ways for 10 days. And so I'll do that within the app too, is I'll create like a little 10 by 10 or seven by seven capsule. And then it gives me just those outfit recommendations just for those seven days or 10 days or whatever. And that's another really fun way to just kind of, you know, play around with what you have in your closet or like challenge yourself, you know, and and also it helps you to show like you actually don't need that much stuff. Now, this is coming from somebody who I love fashion. So I do like, like, I will never be the person that only has 30 items in their closet. Like, that's just not me. That's okay. (laughs) And that is okay. Yes. yes. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, like, I also am not somebody who just goes out and just buys new stuff all the time. Like I used to, to be honest. Yeah, yeah that's that's how I feel too. I, I think right now I have around probably 100 total in my closet, somewhere around there. Um, but in my seasonal, the winter capsule, I think I have like 65 items. But I, I just had my mindset flipped completely. Like I was shopping all the time. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. just almost like, like a hobby. Um, and so today I, I shop when I need to which I think is an appropriate amount. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I think it's just now I'm even I'm losing track of what we were just talking about. No, it's yeah. <laughs> oh, the ten by ten. That's yeah. what I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Ten by ten. Yes. My biggest advice for people is this is normal that you look at even with a capsule wardrobe. It is very normal to get bored with your clothes. Or maybe it's just, you know, we've been in winter for a long time and you're like, I'm just tired of my sweaters or whatever it may be. Typically, that is the moment in which you need to be conscious because at that point, it is very easy to be like, well, I'm just going to go to the mall and, you know, see what's out there. And you don't know that you're doing it out of boredom when really that's where 10 by 10 challenges, you know, traveling somewhere, putting stuff in a travel capsule or just creating a fun, you know, alter ego capsule. Um, But doing something that helps you be creative within your own clothes, that will snap you out of that Mm -hmm. um, to really decide whether, yes, you actually do, you are missing an item or whether you were just flat out bored. Um, And so I I highly recommend like doing 10 by 10s or seven by sevens with that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. I could not agree more. The other thing I love that is a newer-ish, I guess it's actually a year old at this point, the feature is the explore feature. And so now you guys integrated almost like a kind of like a social networky type feature into the app where you can follow other people and you can post a picture of your outfit along with like what it looks like in the app. And I love it because what has been really fun for me is to then follow other people, see what they're wearing each day. But what's really cool is say like, for example, like I'm looking at my app right now and I see my friend Jess is wearing like a really cute outfit today and I can tap on her outfit and then it'll even give me suggestions of similar outfits to hers like based on what I have in my closet and I'm like oh my gosh this is the most genius feature ever yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it goes back to this concept of well first of all we, when we launched that feature we really wanted it to be like positive it's like this whole you know we believe our clothes matter you know for mm-hmm. us and for those on the other side of the world and we wanted to basically build a community around people who sh- have similar shared beliefs, um, which is, you know, sometimes different than, I mean, I love Instagram, um, but Instagram has a different role in, in that. And so this is kind of where you can feel safe in posting, you know, your cute outfit, and then maybe you'll get some snaps. <laughs> um, but also, it's this concept of like, if I'm following someone, and I love their style to be able to like look into their closet mm-hmm. and kind of see how their closet is organized. Um, and by organization, I just mean like, oh, do they have three jackets? Do they have, you know, an anorak jacket? Do they have skinny jeans, bootleg? And so it's another way to kind of get inspiration on how to cultivate your own style um, by being inspired by others. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I, I love that you had yeah, like given snaps and like reminds me of Lily Blonde, like snaps, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> snaps. Exactly. Um, but really, it's super encouraging um, just to to be on a, I get, it feels weird saying social network, but I guess there's like a little social aspect to it where it's just, it's so encouraging. Like nobody's trolling anybody. Like right. nobody's, <laughs> exactly. nobody's being like, you look fat in that dress. Like nobody's saying that. And it's great. No. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, again, like I'm not one for normally taking selfies. So yeah. um, I think it's amazing when I get on there and I'll, you know, put my photo on there or I get to look at other people's and I'm like, this is just, it's really cool. It's really cool to see that, you know, people 
care. It's just, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now I am curious, like what is kind of on the horizon for Cladwell? I know that um, you've had a lot of growth and changes and struggles like with any startup. What has been kind of the the project or, or what have you been working on in the last year or so since, you know, you've kind of transitioned a little bit? Yeah, so there have been some major changes. Um, so in August, my husband and I bought the company. And um, like I said, I've, I've been a part of Cloudwell for four years. Um, but this has kind of been a major shift from we were originally investor backed and kind of like this fast growth tech startup. And uh, this shift in buying the company, yes, we still want to grow. Uh, but at the same time, I really want to be true and loyal to our brand roots. And um, I want this company to mean something. And I, I want to share this mission of, you know, we believe our clothes matter. And so with that, um, we have some exciting announcements, uh, which is that probably in, uh, I would say late spring, early summer, we are kind of doing a, a big redesign of the app. Um, a lot of like the core features are all staying the same, but um, it's going to be a new look and feel. We have <laughs> been constantly people have been begging us for Android for so many years and I feel so bad because um, what they don't realize is that to build an Android app you're basically starting from scratch you're building mm. an entirely new app on a different code base and so it's just taken us a lot of um, time because of those resources um, but we are in progress <laughs> so I know so I'm really really hopeful that um, again I hate to say timing but it, I am really hopeful it's going to happen here soon and uh, yeah, so I, I have some more things I can't quite share yet, that's but okay. um, there's a lot in the works and that's why I'm, I'm super excited for anyone who hasn't tried it yet and or maybe did try it, but you know, wasn't so sure. I would say now is the time to get in because it's going to be a really fun, fun journey over this next year. I'm really excited and I can't wait. Um, so, well, Aaron, this has been so much fun and so uh, just a pleasure to hear a little bit more of the backstory and hear more about um, how you got involved in it and everything. And I can't wait to see where it goes from here. Um, but before we go, it's my favorite portion of the show where we just ask some fun, get to know you questions. So oh, Aaron, man. are Yay, you up for excited. that? <laughs> cool. Awesome. See how I do on this. <laughs> now, so you said you played basketball. Um, yeah. So this question is one I love to ask a lot of my guests. And it's, so like, if you were a professional athlete, what would your walk-up song be? Like your hype song. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> there's there's so many different directions I could go with this. <laughs> I like from what I listen to, I listen to like a lot of Johnny Swim. <laughs> I'm a little obsessed. Yes. Um, but that doesn't make for a very good hype song. So yeah. I'm thinking like, you know, Beyonce, like girls run the world or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely yeah, a good song. Maybe a little song. more um, up my alley these days. I love it. I love it. So we were talking earlier in the show about what, you know, how people shopped 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And so we're like nostalgic for that era. What do you think people are going to be nostalgic for 40 years from now? That's a great question. It's funny because I think we're in this kind of reversal of we've gotten so tech oriented and now people are craving like actual community, like with real mm. people and sitting mm -hmm. and having coffee next to each other. So being nostalgic, hmm, skinny jeans. 
<laughs> you think skinny jeans are going to go away? Because I hope not. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope not too, but that very well could be the thing. They're going to be like, do you remember those days in the 2020s when we wore skinny jeans? <laughs> Um, I I saw an article last maybe it was like last spring or last summer that was saying that low rise jeans were going to come back and I was like please no please I don't even care if that comes back it's a no no no. it's a hard (laughs) no where like you bend over and I'm just gonna say your butt cracks hanging out like the Britney Spears 1998 era like bell bottom low rise jeans no thank you (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah. I, again, if that comes back, I'm just, it's not happening for me. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it is not happening. I love it. That's hilarious. Um, okay, next question. If you were transported 400 years into the past with no clothes or anything else, how would you prove that you were from the future? <laughs> oh, my goodness. How would I prove I from the future? Certainly my hair color. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, I have a bit of obsession with changing my hair color <laughs> quite frequently. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I'm thinking if I was transported, it would be pretty obvious in approximately two and a half months when you could start to see my roots grow out <laughs> that this coloring, <laughs> this was from the future. <laughs> that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's a really good one. Yeah, because I guess there would not have been like, what color is your hair right now? It is blonde. It's blonde. Although I feel like I'm answering these. These are very shallow answers. No. (laughs) If you're looking for some deep stuff, I'm just, you know, not in the zone. (laughs) No, I'm here for it. I'm here for it, (laughs) Erin. That's amazing. Okay, perfect, perfect answer. Okay, then my last question is the question that I ask all my guests. And that is, Erin, what does it mean to you to run a business with purpose? That is a great question. Honestly, it means, like, again, that sounds very cheesy. It means so much, both to me personally and then, again, what I what I want to do in the world. And, and running a business with purpose is twofold. So one, I think of running a business, I'm serving my employees. I'm serving the people that work for us and are in this with me every day. And I want to make that the best it can possibly be for anyone that um, says that they work for Cladwell. Um, And then the second thing is I want to serve others. And so when I really say, like, we believe our clothes matter, like, I believe that, you know, serving others looks like helping people see that, you know, they can love and wear everything in their closet. And by knowing who you are ultimately will help you in other parts of your life. And then also that, you know, what you wear and what you own actually has a huge effect on other people in the world that we may never meet. Um, And so both serving the people that work for me and serving others who hopefully use our app or will use our app someday makes getting up and going to work um, so much more fulfilling than any other job I've ever had in the past. I love that. Erin, I love that. That was really deep. <laughs> and I, I thought it was great. And just, I mean, it's it's so evident in um, in just talking with you and, and just having followed you and, and the Cladwell team for a while. Like, it's just, it's really evident how much you guys care about what you're doing and how passionate you are about it. 
and um, that passion is contagious. So um, I just appreciate everything that you do and creating an app that I love. So um, I will shamelessly, obviously, I've already like basically plugged how much I love it, but I will shamelessly tell everyone um, if you are an iOS um, user, Android users, be on the lookout. Um, right. <laughs> download Cladwell, like support them, use it. Um, you will fall in love with it too. I'm not being paid to say this or anything. <laughs> so I just genuinely love it and use it. And I just want to see you guys continue to be successful and all of that. So um, Aaron, thank you for coming on the show. And I know um, how busy you are. So it was really just a treat to have you today. Oh, thank you so much. And again, thank you for being a Cladwell person in the wild. (laughs) Anytime. I would love to know what you loved about this episode or something you learned. Let me know on social media. You can find me at Still Being Molly or at Business with Purpose Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to use that hashtag Business with Purpose Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're a first-time listener of the show, welcome. Be sure to visit the archives for past shows featuring incredible entrepreneurs and business owners who are literally changing the world with their businesses. And if you are a regular listener, thank you for your support. Be sure to head on over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called, Spotify, and basically wherever you listen to podcasts and click that subscribe button. Clicking that subscribe button helps to make sure you never miss a new episode of the show. And while you're there, would you take a moment to leave a review for me? Leaving a review helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. This show is produced by Third Wheel Media. Now, thank you so much for listening and go do something good with purpose on purpose.